Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. Those of us within the industry are always concerned about biosecurity, especially with a 600% increase in new pest arrivals in Britain over the last 20 years. Today, I'm joined by director of the world-famous Hillier's Nursery. It's Hussain Ashadi. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast. Some time was spent over the last few days among the 500 different cultivars of pansies and violas at the Meadowcroft uh, Garden Centre trial. Trying to select the best for gardeners when there are so many excellent series is really difficult. Well, to say the least, difficult. Uh, One or two things that uh, I do remember. The Cats series, which have... Uh, almost like whiskers across the flat pansy face were uh, very interesting. They came from Benari in Germany. Um, But really, when I walked up and down on two occasions and checked all the labels as far as I could, I came to the conclusion that the Cool Wave Lemon Improved was a really fantastic uh, small-flowered pansy. And if you had that in the autumn, September and October, it would flower gently through the winter. And then in the spring, goodness, would it make a show. Uh, The wind really blew last weekend. Uh, I was up on the hilltop at Hyde Hall, where we're putting in a few canes and some sweet pea sticks, ready for uh, uh, the floral fantasia that's going to be opened there in late June, early July. I'm uh, pleased to uh, thank E.W. King for their support for this planting. It should be very nice having some fragrant sweet peas, both corn-grown and naturally up sticks, at the two entrances. I can't wait to see and smell them. What a remarkable difference between cold, snow, uh, miserable weather last uh, February, March, and then the quite mild temperatures this year. Not surprisingly, sales of plants and potting compost actually went through the roof in early March. I read reports in Garden Trade News that uh, sales went up 400% this month. Actually, speaking to Robert Wharton, one of our major rose growers up in uh, Norfolk, he tells me that sales are so strong he could be sold out by June. And certainly the choice of cultivars that he'll have available will be much reduced. He said he can only sell them once, and once they've gone, they've gone. Who knows? A few wet weekends would uh, damp things down and bring things back to normal, I'm sure. But don't forget that uh, tomorrow, Friday the 22nd of March, is what the trade is calling Garden Relief Day. And that relief is 
capital R-E, re, and capital L, leaf, L-E-A-F. They see it as the start to the gardening year, and garden centres have got all kinds of uh, charitable events going on to raise money, in many cases for that uh, Greenfingers charity that uh, finances the building of gardens at children's hospices. I know there's uh, two or three garden centre owners uh, that spend 24 hours potting things up. And, and of course, with uh, social media, they can have cameras locked on to make sure that they don't nip off for an hour or two between the early hours of the morning for for a quick kip. Uh, So uh, you think your garden is uh, ready for a bit of a spring clean and some planting and tidying, then Garden Relief Day is the day to start. And the weekend should see the garden centres pretty well furnished with lots of lovely stuff for us to plant. And if the soil is starting to dry a bit in your garden, well then, uh, I think we can start to sow a few things. Big-seeded broad beans and the round-seeded peas. If the top is just starting to dry, and if you can see a little bit of weed growth, well then it should uh, be pretty safe to start a bit of sowing and planting. Uh, I want to get a few onion sets in. I did plant some on one or two uh, school grounds of the autumn sets and I'm a bit worried about those because they've grown very lush with that uh, mild weather in February and then when we had two or three really cold nights I'm afraid it may just have the effect of giving them a short sharp sort of winter and make them run up to seed. Uh, my fingers crossed, I hope not, because if they do bolt to seed, they don't form very good bulbs. It's time, too, to uh, propagate as much as you can. Uh, if you've got chrysanthemums old stools in a greenhouse or a, a cold frame, then they'll be making new growth. And also I've noticed that the delphiniums are really on the move. Uh, if you've got a biggish clump of delphiniums, you can cut off one or two... Uh, shoots you know just thin them out a bit and if you get them when they're about two or three inches tall and cut them off with a bit of black hard old stem at the base you can pop those in a jam jar with an inch of perlite in the bottom of the jar and just keep that wet just covered with water and push the cutting with that dark bit into the perlite The one-pound jam jar is just about tall enough to enclose the delphinium, or you can do it with lupins, uh, lupin cuttings. And if you put that on a north-facing windowsill, then in about four or five weeks' time, you'll see it starts to form roots, and you can pot it up, and you'll have another one. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My guest today is a very experienced man of trees, Hussain Ashadi. He's a director of Hillier's. You know, that internationally famous name for trees and shrubs. Hussain, how are you uh, standing up to the gale force winds down there in Hampshire? Yes, well, we are quite used to this sort of thing. So uh, it is not pleasant, but it's okay. Yeah. Now, could you sort of set the scene for us a little bit? Uh, The Helia Company, of course goes way back doesn't it is it are we now the fifth generation of that? that's correct yes yeah. uh, 155 years which is amazing isn't it international reputation for a, a tremendous library of plants give us a little idea of of what your day-to-day commitments are why well, it's quite a wide ranging really um from, because I'm in, obviously in charge of the uh, nursery division of the company and uh, in charge of production, cells and everything in between. So quite a busy day and uh, so yes, each day is different depending on the, uh, what happens uh, weather-wise and customer-wise. And each time over the year is again different. Uh, so it's quite, uh, quite a. I'm lucky really because uh, each day is different. Yeah, and and so you'd be handling everything from um, little low herbaceous plants right up to really big um, specimen well, we do, trees. We do as a company. I but I mainly concentrate on on the large uh, larger trees. And is that uh, in the ground or in containers or both? Both. So uh, um, how big are some of your specimens, you know, to give us some sort of idea of what you have to handle? Well, we sort of grow from three metres in height, for instance, is the minimum, and then we go up to 15 metre plus. So they are pretty large, and some of the trees would be two or three tonne in weight as well. And so that's got an enormous root ball, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, that's where do, the weight yes. comes from. Some of them would be more than uh, two metre diameter, yeah. Yeah. And where do they go? What is the market for these big trees? Our market is quite wide ranging uh, from uh, major projects that we supply right across the country. 
and uh, to local authorities, garden designers who design, you know, some large gardens. Uh, so yeah, it's quite wide ranging. I mean, you were involved with uh, pl- landscape planting at the Olympics, weren't you, at Stratford? We did, yes. We supplied all the trees to Olympic Park for North and South Park uh, pre-game for the game. And also we supplied the trees uh, during the transformation after the game's finished and they had to turn it into park and some of the temporary buildings came down. Uh, so we supplied that. So there were thousands and thousands of big trees. Goodness. Uh, and have you got anything else like that on the horizon? I mean, it must be a... Well, Olympic was one-off, really, as a one single project of that size and magnitude. Uh, but uh, in terms of numbers and size of the trees that we supply during any given year, it probably matches the Olympic, but not in one job, so in several jobs uh, across the country just go out in smaller lots to to a much larger clientele that's right but having said that the olympic uh, project didn't all happen in one year was split over four years three or four years uh before and after the games now i was very keen to speak to you today um because of the situation of biosecurity Uh, I I think I read somewhere that that, that you were quoted as saying that in the last 20 years, the increase in pests arriving had gone up by 600%. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. I mean, that's a frightening number, isn't it? It is. I mean, if you take uh, from early 70s to, say, 95, we had uh, three major outbreaks during that time. Uh, from 95 to 2015, we had around 19 or 20. So that's uh, over 600% increase. It was almost one major outbreak a year, which is quite concerning. If this pattern continues and accelerates, then uh, we are, you know, we are uh, as a nation in, 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 in trouble, really. So what can we do? I mean, obviously, the more uh, trees and plants we grow at home, the better? Well, that should be the objective. Uh, I'm not against, uh, you know, importing plants particularly. But once uh, DEFRA uh, identifies some major pests that are lurking around uh, in the continent, we should stop importing them uh, and contaminating our products and and our uh, environment. Because historically... The forestry world has been um, pretty strict in that area, hasn't it? Well, they have and they haven't, really. I mean, if you, you know, as far as I know, the ash dieback, uh, when they, you know, sort of hit us in 2000, or where we identified it in 2012, uh, it came through some uh, sort of uh, young trees that were destined for forestry sort of area and uh, so they do the forestry do import quality of plants as well uh, and that is quite concerning and so what um, is there an answer to it i mean if you could wave a magic wand what would you do in the well the immediate future i suppose 
Well, I don't have the magic wand. If I had, it would be lovely. And, uh, <laughs> but I think the, you know, the common sense tells us that if we have identified some major uh, pests and diseases uh, that are not here yet, we should put an immediate ban on import of those uh, plants until such time the authorities and the industry come up with a way of uh, tracking it and control it and manage it. Uh, in the absence of those systems in place, I believe it's quite risky to uh, blindly carry on importing these plants and, uh, and try to uh, sort of manage the process after the event. Uh, and that would be a major problem. Is it possible that uh, Brexit might ease the situation here? Well, if you know what's going to happen with Brexit, you're a better man than I am. I don't really know, <laughs> uh, and I think that yeah. is the problem. Uh, nobody knows, and our industry, you know, the horticultural industry is relatively small compared with the other major uh, industries. So if there is any negotiation we probably would be at the end of a queue. But uh, one would hope that uh, the Brexit would uh, uh, help DEFRA to, to manage the processes a lot better because at the moment they are under pressure because of rules and regulations. They can't do certain things that they would like to do. Uh, but hopefully Brexit would, uh, would help them. It looks as if it's going to be more costly to import, and, and that would have an effect, wouldn't it, to make home production more productive. I see this week that a, a big tomato grower in Ipswich is almost welcoming Brexit because he sees it giving him a commercial benefit. Might that not be the same with trees and shrubs? I think the commercial benefit is one thing. I think we need to go uh, beyond that and look at the environmental damage that these pests and diseases do. Uh, you know, you can't put a price on everything commercially. And, and I think my concern, my genuine concern is if these uh, pests and diseases come and wipe out a lot of uh, our ancient trees and established street trees, you know, you can't really put a price on that. And I think you've got to think beyond that. And, uh, and commercial reality has got to stay to one side and we look at the environment. And so where do you see um, the most immediate action being needed? I mean, because I, I hear comments about um, London Plains, about the English oak, as well as the ash dieback, and then of course we've got um, chestnut wilts. I mean, yes, what, well we've got a lot of phytophoras uh, over the years, uh, different types of five or six or seven different types of phytophoros, heads and bleeding canker on horse chestnuts is one of them. Uh, sweet chestnut blight is another one, ash dieback, and uh, oak processionary moth, and xylella, which is, is a major, major concern, uh, which hasn't yet, as far as we know, it hasn't yet arrived in UK. That is huge. It's got a massive, uh, well, hundreds of different hosts uh, from you know, sort of herbaceous type plants and weeds to, to trees. Uh, and uh, so to answer your question, what can we do? I don't really know. Don't, in a simplistic terms, the way I look at it, 
prevention is better than cure. If we know there is a problem, let's not import it. Put a ban on import of those plants, those host plants, uh, until such time we find a way of uh, managing the processes through inspections and husbandry and other ways of controlling them. Uh, If we just let the borders be open and things do come in, I'm afraid, uh, sad to say, it would be too late. Yeah. I mean, I I was um, speaking to several uh, European tree producers and and they were telling me that uh, when the Chinese buy trees, as they have done in quite biggish quantities apparently last autumn, uh, their demands on plant health are really very, very strict going in, but they appear to be a little bit more casual with the stuff that's coming out. I mean, I don't really know about uh, details of Chinese market and how they behave, but uh, we can only do what we can do. And uh, and I think we, you know, once uh, our scientists uh, in DEFRA identify uh, major concerns, that they've got to have the political power and teeth to, you know, make some, uh, you know, hard decisions. And I'm afraid they haven't got that. And, uh, and that's the major concern. Um, and what is the trade doing as a whole? I mean, um, a number of nurserymen are working together with that objective, aren't they? Well, yes and no. I think the people generally concern, the real growers uh, like us, are concerned because we've got most to lose. Uh, but if you are a trader or a garden centre operator, you know the volume that you that comes and goes, uh, and if you know sort of certain, say for instance, if I give you an example of ash dieback, uh, we as a nursery lost around a million pounds worth of a stock. Whereas if you are a landscape contractor or a trader, they've lost nothing because if you know, you can't plant ash trees anymore, then you buy some other plant and plant it. They, have, they didn't have any stock to lose. Whereas we had, you know, generations of those trees from very small young plants to very large semi-mature trees we had to destroy. So the industry is quite uh, split and they all, you know, you mentioned uh, financial things. Uh, and people look at it, uh, you know, you know, from the financial point of view of their own business, and we've got to grow out of that. Look at uh, more, much wider, looking at the environmental damage that it would do uh, to our ancient trees and tens of thousands of trees, uh, you know, oak trees, ash trees, and chestnut trees, like. We had a problem with Dutch elm disease. Oh, don't. You know, yes. we, we yeah. got to, you know, sort of raise above all yeah. of that, really. Well, I think your £1 million loss of just one genera sort of yeah. crystallises the problem. You yeah. know, at least that will put the message out. Yes, uh, I mean, that is why we, we have the first-hand ex- uh, experience of uh, this, and, and we don't want that to be repeated. And I think the authorities... Uh, also got to take note of that and don't repeat the same mistakes. 
Hossein, I hope our exchange of uh, information here today might help. The more people hear about and know about it, perhaps the more action we can take. Thank you very much for joining us today. You're welcome. Look forward to seeing you in the near future. Yeah, you're welcome. I think the media has a massive role to play to inform everybody, and they uh, create its own momentum. Under the what's on, I have to mention uh, the Kirkenhof, which is, of course, now open to the public. Boy, that's a fantastic display of all the spring flowering bulbs. It should be on every good gardener's bucket list to go there just once. I mean, you can get uh, a plane and just fly out and back at quite modest cost, a trip for the day. And your best bet, regardless of season, whether it's a warm early season or a cold late one, late April, very early May is the best time. Then the chances are you'll get uh, both uh, the tail end of narcissus and hyacinths and the glory of all the tulips. It's a great trip. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast, and thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.